What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Good day, mate. All right. And we have no Charlie Bell with us here today. She caught in shaking and faking like she was sick and shit. She probably just hung over again. Probably another party at Dre's and went home with Exhibit and let him hit it and, you know. And just too woe out to come in. That's really what happened. But she called me up. D, this is it. Dino. Dino. I can't. I ain't got no voice. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That voice voice got stolen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She she locked her voice up and then somebody came in there with a a Slim Jim and came in and walked off with her voice. Yep, exactly. Because we, we know Charlie Bell. Charlie Bell always got something to say. Always. <laughs> but, yo, check it out, guys. We have a big show for you today. Um, up first, we're going to have uh, joining us in studio in a little bit, Slink Johnson. For those that are uninformed, a.k.a. Slink Johnson is Black Jesus, none other than the Black Jesus. That's right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can the church say amen? Amen. That's Glory right. to your name, Lord. Praise him, my niggas. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to have, uh, I'm going to go off a little bit and tell you why I hate Marcellus Wiley. Uh, Holly Berry wants child support. Guess what, bitch? She wants child support slashed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just like every other nigga I know. Uh, Michael B. Jordan biopic. And Elizabeth Pena dies at 55. Damn. damn. Yeah. You remember her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember her. Like, back. remember uh, I Married Dora? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Right. Yeah. It was It was like right after she was an explorer. Mm-hmm. She got married. <laughs> Swiper, stop swiping. <laughs> <laughs> but what's been and, up with you, D, the last week, man? Oh, uh, man. You know, I, uh, uh, my, my job got robbed, man. Uh, we, uh, oh, hell no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm, I'm in the San Fernando Valley, right? You yeah. Know? And uh, we got bars on the window, and the thieves, they took now. Now the front of the the front of the store has like this is all glass, right? But the thieves they they decided rather than just break the glass, yeah, up front, mm-hmm. they went to the side windows that have bars on them, and they took the bars off. What? And then and then they 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 then they crashed the windows on the side and climbed in. And then was saying, and uh, this was this was why you guys weren't there, right? Yeah, this okay. was like this was like sometime between uh, between eleven thirty in the evening and uh, eight o'clock, uh, eight eight thirty, something like that. Yeah, and uh, you know we got a safe; it's a floor safe, so you can't you can't get the money there. So basically, they went looking around, and they ended up they they took like two hundred dollars in petty cash. That was laying around, and this girl had like a bunch of coins that she keeps in the jar, and so they stole fifteen dollars worth of coins. But then, you know what? That's disrespectful. <laughs> but no, no, no. I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta give it to, I gotta give it to the criminals. Uh, they they were respectful. They cleaned up after themselves. Wow. 
uh, the okay. the uh, the bun racks were where they should be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the the, <laughs> the give shirts. Up, give it up for the burglars yeah. in the San Fernando Valley. They got a, a better class of criminals than we got out here in uh, L.A. There, there was no glass on the floor. They they put they put the glass panel back uh, that they had broken. Damn! <laughs> they put Are it you, back in the paint. Really though, and and they put the bars back. Uh, <laughs> Are you? They put the they attached the bars back. They, once they, put, they left. Yeah, yeah, because the bars were in the stucco. Like the screw was in the stucco, and so they had pulled it. And I guess the stucco was really weak because they pulled it out of there. Wow. And then when they left, they put it back. And so uh, the guy who opened, he didn't even know we had been robbed until you know he looked and saw that the window was broken uh, that they had put back. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it. it uh, you know, at least you know, I guess I guess when you're on meth, mm-hmm. you got all this excess energy, yeah. so you want to clean up and you know after you after you stolen like a couple of hundred bucks because you know you're gonna be up for the next forty eight hours, so you want to wear yourself out a bit. I just don't think. Oh wow, that's what's the world coming to when the, <laughs> the criminals are cleaning up behind themselves and shit? They can't even break in no place right. Yeah, that's right. That's Your right. mama should have raised you better. <laughs> really. I'm going to sit down and write you a long letter. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's, uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I Man, I, I've had a, a busy week and a full week. Man, I, uh, I remember why I don't do anything on what I call school nights. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just too much with the baby and all that stuff mm-hmm. and work getting up early at the time that I do, mm-hmm. 4.30. It's just, it's, it's a lot. But I did a, uh, I did a spot. On a show called Back to Reality, okay. which is a real cool, a real cool podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Hill is the host, and Tatiana uh, Tati B. Um, okay. Tati B. She's she's been here to Red Rock before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hasn't been on the Shiznit, but we mm-hmm. did like a little special podcast with some of the other West Coast podcasters okay. here, and that was really fun. And mm-hmm. Jared, he's you know he's kind of blowing up now. He's got a show in Miami. He was. He was local. Mm-hmm. They used to do the show downtown. Mm-hmm. Now she's down here, mm-hmm. and he's in Miami, mm-hmm. and because he has the show that he does. Um, what is it? It's like a I can't think of the name of it, but it's something like a Good Morning um, Miami Now or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a Good Day L.A. kind of thing, or Good, good Day Morning Mi- America, or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Good Morning Miami. Yeah, something like that. So he's oh, wake he, up Miami. Yeah, he's there now, and mm-hmm. so he calls in and do the show like that, and that was that was cool. Um, but yeah, my wife left me out there stranded for like an hour in the middle of the downtown. Oh damn! At, <laughs> at ten o'clock at night. Oh damn! <laughs> deserted before she finally came to get me. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I I got check it out. I got like a. Uh, you guys might want to um, check out that show. I got a little clip of uh, when I was on there. Peep it out. Jared, so my girl and I have been on and off for... Yet another person who puts you first, but whatever. They always put me first because it's my letter. You know what? If y'all have a letter... My letter. There's nothing wrong with you putting in Jared sometimes. Hell, leave me out because obviously somebody's having some type of feeling. Um, <clears throat> it's a good thing I'm not feeling any kind of way about it or anything. So. Now you know how what I have to go through with Charlie Bell. <laughs> I was just thinking that because when you said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, I love when people are like, oh, I love the show, Jared. Tatiana is so funny." I'm like, right, right. All she do is shut the fuck up. Nobody says that. First of all, I'm saying the lies. One of my friends from high school is like, "I love the show so much, Tatiana. I just really relate to her." Right, <laughs> right. Like for real, Jared. I was like, "Don't just be blowing." I be I hear that shit all the time. I'm team. No, Charlie. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm team Charlie her Bill. name is Mylika. Charlie Bell don't do right show up late. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm a like, fucking star. Okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better recognize. Sorry, we went okay, off topic. Hey, you better see. Uh, <laughs> go go so ahead on with your girl, letter. So my girl. So yeah, I had to throw a little shade Charlie Bell's way. <laughs> <laughs> so all y'all out there, Team Charlie Bell, this is what I got. To- I don't give a fuck about Charlie Bell. Charlie Bell's like a forty degree day. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, all right, enough with the the catching up and the familiarities and all that whatnot. Let's um let's go ahead and uh get with the get with the uh the big dog and bring in our guest. Yeah. 
Kawhi and give it up for my man Slink Johnson. All right. All right. All <laughs> right. What it is. Brother Slink in the house. Yes. Wow. In the house of the shiz neck. <laughs> Dino Red, brother Damon. What's Whoa, up, man? Thank man? you What's for up? having me, brother. Oh, man, pleasure. thank you for, uh, for having us. <laughs> thank you for showing up because... Uh, to be honest with you guys, man, we we didn't think he was going to show up, oh, you know, because we've been stood up before. So, you know, we were prepared to just, you know, push through. We was like coming up with plan B as he walked into the <laughs> studio on time. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> that's no way to be, man. You know, you got to I'm trying to make it a point to um, be more, um, you know, to come through when I tell somebody I'm going to do something. I'm right. to do something. I try to be more punctual and, i got you you know yeah man well like i said that's the way to do things man we appreciate it yeah. we love the show we are fans of the show thank you and, uh, <laughs> thank you thank you man for real yeah man so why don't you uh let's see let's start with um let's start with uh gerald slink johnson's history like let's where i know i know where you're from i know you're from around the way but you know for the people out there who don't know where you're from, tell us where you're from originally and how you got into the game and everything. Just start from the beginning. Man, my name is Slink Johnson, and um, originally my name is Gerald Johnson, actually. I uh, picked up Slink when I was 16. Uh, man, I was born in a little bitty small town. In wait, wait, Ar- wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Before, don't, don't, don't just slide over that. So where did, how did Slink get, where did the name come from? Oh, Slink came from a friend of mine, you know, um, in, in the California youth cultures, you know, you got your clicks and crews <laughs> right. and things of that nature. So, you know, I had a, a, a big brother, an older friend of mine named Daryl. His name was Slink. Ah. So, you know, uh, actually when I started hanging around with the crew, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I adopted the name myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I became Slink too, but All it kind of right. just stuck with me over okay. the years. So, so you were you little know. Slink. Pretty, pretty you know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Little, you what, 6'3"? Six, 6'7". Six, six, you 6'7"? Yeah, man. You didn't see me. Man. I, damn. <laughs> damn. I knew you were tall, but I didn't think you were that tall. See, I was, I was going to ask him if he played basketball because, you know, I saw, nah, that's so I'm typical. coming here. Yeah. No, nah, I never played basketball. That's too typical. I like to rob niggas. <laughs> and when you rob niggas, you don't put shit back, huh? You don't nah. clean up behind yourself. You do that shit right because your mama raised you better. Ransack that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Let them motherfuckers know they've been robbed as soon as they walk through the motherfucking dough. Okay, which yeah, one right. of these guys did it? I it looks like seven Slink did this because this shit is fucked up. <laughs> niggas be courteous as fuck, right? You know? Pardon me, sir. I'd like to take your wallet, please. Hey, that's that meth though man the motherfuckers are hey man the motherfuckers is like wind up dolls yeah, Jesus, yeah. I, I, you know what man a good friend of mine um you know he was he dabbled in the meth world and mm-hmm, i would okay. i would watch and like a fly on the wall you know as he you know conducted his business with mm-hmm. this stuff and i watched the people he deal with bro mm-hmm. and i'd be like damn that motherfucker go all night fix a straight up diesel motor mm-hmm. in, in in a parking stall with no light and that motherfucker be right in the morning like oh yeah damn. wow yeah. Well, yeah, in uh, in some cultures, uh, 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 people, uh, the uh, the youth, they use the meth so they can stay up and study. Yeah, yeah, you know, like in uh, like in uh, uh, Southeast Asian cultures, and know. over there in um in in, in um, down there in South American countries, yeah. man, when the motherfuckers making cocaine, they actually chew the leaf to keep working. Wow, keep yeah. them alive. I mean, keep yeah. them awake and get yeah. Them. Shit, I just used jolt no dos when I was in college. Fuck all that. Say, man, well, just for the record, man, Slink Johnson does not condone the usage of any drug, any mind-altering substance, man. However, I am a, I am a huge. See, you're not, you're not listening. Y'all not listening. Because I don't count marijuana with that shit. You feel me? Marijuana, man, look here, man. Legalize that shit. Legalize All it. over the country, <laughs> let motherfuckers have that shit. The leaf is of the earth. You know what I mean? It is here for us. You don't have to do nothing to that shit. Just grow that shit, dry that shit, and smoke that shit. If you got to do anything else, man, you need to look at that shit. But this weed, leave this weed alone, man. <laughs> All right. It's, it's black so, Jesus turning bong water into weed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I derailed you. Let's get back to, to your history, your bio. 
Oh, man. Okay, well, originally, man, I, I was born in a small town in southeast Arkansas called Dumas. Shout out to Dumas, Arkansas, man. Okay. Um, my father still lives there. Got a lot of cousins and kin folks, so I'm always down there. You know, I, I stay connected with the South. Okay. But um, at the age of 10, I moved to California. My mom, she remarried, you know, and, and her husband moved us out here to California where okay. um, we landed in Inglewood. Right, right. We got some peeps in common. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mary Josephine, shout out to Mary Josephine. Yeah, yeah. And her cousin uh, April Garner, shout out, shout out. Yeah, April motherfucking ass, man. Fuck crazy. Fuck April, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing April. (laughs) I'm just playing April. Shots fired. I was just fired. April got hands. April still got hands. She'll come over here and sock a nigga. April, I'm just playing, baby. April is crazy, man. She'll put you in there for three days and three nights, right? Yes, she will. Yes, she will. But yeah, uh, um, you know, we landed in Inglewood, but at the same time, I like to make to make it known. You know, I, I spent a lot of time in South LA because you know those two areas of town will will definitely lay claim to me, and I lay claim to both of those areas as well. Right. So you know, what I'm saying shout out to, to to my people on Florence and Normandy, and you know, man. Uh, Shit, I I just got a lot of love all over the city, man, because I got a chance to grow up here, man. And, man, I was a tagger. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I rode the buses a lot, riding, right. riding on them motherfuckers and getting around and fellowshipping with a lot of brothers from all over town. What, man. Was, your, so, what was your tagger name? Z-Rocks 1, Z-E-R-O-K-S 1. Okay. Yeah, man. I think the some top, of that shit's still up. The top to bottom king. <laughs> hey, I, I was about six I, I was about six foot three, man, 16 years old, man, standing out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Looking like Nigga a Nigga didn't fucking, even need no ladder. He was an excellent tagger. Fucking yeah. dummy. I had to be the tallest tagger. It was a couple more tall taggers, but that's a fucking dummy, man. Put on his. Uh, shoulders while they tag. Yeah, right. right. Hindsight is twenty twenty, man. You know, it took me till I was an adult to find out I was too tall to be a fucking criminal. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? I'm sitting in the county jail. The last, I'm like, look here, man. This, this, this enough is enough. <laughs> fuck right. this, man. Too easily to identify in a lineup, yeah, man. huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, I think it was that motherfucker that's eight feet taller than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's man. A criminal head and shoulders above everyone, <laughs> literally. But you know, that, that all that shit, man, was just you know coming up in, in, in this in this in this city, coming up in this environment. We know what it is, man. Even the even even the most uh, even the most uh, straight straight guys out here, as far as just straight up and down dudes, don't do no. They do something. Right. Everybody does something, man. This is all part of the culture, and how much you do before you get burnt is just on you. Right. You know, I just, and I'm just thankful to, to God that I got an opportunity to see some fucked up shit without getting burned too bad, and here I am today. I know I don't want that fucked up shit. Right. Okay. So. Where did the acting come in? How did that happen? Man, I've been acting a fool all my life. <laughs> and it's and it's just something natural, man. It's just something natural. Shout out to my boy Jason Van Veen because he he's uh, my friend. I met him in 93 and he was working as a a, a manager at a movie at a DVD um okay. You know, fucking blockbuster yeah. type 2020 video. Right. You know what I mean and I met him there, you know what I'm saying? I was working in that shopping center as a security guard, as a security guard. And I used to always ride around and fuck around and go into the store where he worked in and a few more people, my, my, um, a lot of people worked in there that I knew and I walk in there. Mm-hmm. And I just talk shit all the time and just, you know, shoot the shit. And I didn't know that Jason was a filmmaker at that time. He, okay. was, a, he was an aspiring filmmaker. And he told me, like, dude, you're a character, man. One day I'm going to have you in one of my films, which he did. Uh-huh. And once I saw that film, it was a student film he did called First Impressions. And once I saw it, I fell in love with seeing myself on, on screen, man. Okay. You know, again, that was kind of like a B, a, a B or maybe even a C goal for me though at that mm-hmm. time because you know hip-hop and rap was my first love really yes sir okay yes, sir that's why i'm sitting here listening to the music you bump and i said it's my era right here man <laughs> so, so i like to get to know who you are yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying that's that's my era man Chicka but t. yeah man and um man shit you know so did you did you ever used to did you used to spit yeah, of course man yeah. of course man you can google me ma'am what slink capone slink Capone, I did uh, I did some work with Too Short. You know, I came up under his tutelage. You know, my first uh, my first national record, the first time I was on Wax, was uh, 1997 with Ann Banks on this Big Things album. And somebody brought this to my attention that 
Can't too many people say that they came out with Dr. Dre on their first track. Wow. So, yeah, that was real big. Although I wasn't in the studio with Dre, nor have I ever met Dr. Dre, uh-huh. which I'm looking forward to doing one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still big in itself to say that, you know what I'm saying, I was on a nationally published song, All right. you know All right. what I'm saying, with Dr. Dre. Hellbound, 1998. That's came that's on. That, yeah, that's Too Short. That came on Too Short's album. Um, he had a double disc compilation called uh, Nationwide Independence Day. And that was track, that was this two track eight, Slank Coupon, Hellbound. That was my first full song. Check out all these airline suits. Now, how did you, uh, how did you, uh, how do you and uh, uh, Too Short hook up? Oh man, one of my, one of my close people, man, my kinfolk, uh, E Baby Sideways, mm-hmm. Kings of Cali. What's up, Sideways? He, uh, he is short a first cousin. Oh, okay. And Sideways and I, we grew up together on, right. over there on Florence and Normandy. Mm-hmm. And man, I was, like since I was ten, that's my nigga. You know, oh, okay. what I'm saying? that's my okay. cousin. That's all my right, kinfolk. All right, all right. So you know, again, sideways and too short of biological, biological kinfolk. Yeah, yeah and, and shit, man. Me and sideways, it's my nigga. So when I stopped acting goofy enough and started really rapping, you know, what I'm saying, then sideways said, "Okay, I'm gonna take you to short." And oh, okay. I, I met short, and that was it. You mentioned Florence and Normandy a couple of times. You that nigga that pulled Reginald Denny off the truck, huh? <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> Nah, nah, yeah, nah. it was like yeah. They said he was a tall nigga that pulled him out the truck. And, I was, no, <laughs> and, and he was about he was about ten years old. At I, was, I was incarcerated in, in, in El Paso de Robles. I was already doing time. So at that time, he, he had whipped some other niggas' ass. Them, you know what? Them, I, I, you know what? Let me get this out though. I've never been a tough guy. Uh-huh. I've always just did some some dumb ass shit, yeah, right? And yeah. been in some dumb ass situations. Mm-hmm. But you know, now I'm growing up. No, I've never been a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't scared either. Yeah. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? So there you go. make a difference. Right. Wow. Okay. So, uh, student film is how that's where you first. You said that was your B and C goal. Yeah, because rap, rap, rap was your first goal. Rap, yeah, okay. man. And uh, hmm. Okay. So, what was what was in between rap and acting? Because you said uh, acting was like maybe third down on the list. So, I, you know what? I don't know, you don't know because acting wasn't necessarily second. You know, it was rap it was rap and then rap. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and yeah. So when when did you make the uh, transition from uh, from hip hop to, uh, to to uh, to acting? Well, you know, I've always done both. However, my focus was on hip hop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very heavily at one point. You know, I was always doing. I went on to do more uh, short films with with my friend Jason, who who, uh, ended up working with Aaron Magruder Mm -hmm. on season two of the Boondocks. However, you know, you know, I'm getting into that. But uh, Jason started; he was shooting more films, and once the internet really started popping, you know what I'm saying? Because we, this, this, my acting predates the internet like we see it now. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So my boy was shooting. His his skits and he was selling them on DVDs um, under the name Pistola P S T O L A. So he was doing skits and stuff and then he was putting them on the DVDs and getting them out there and then YouTube came about mm-hmm. and I'm so thankful that you know what I'm saying that I was still doing what I did because YouTube kind of. Once once that shit kind of got on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, the momentum started growing because, you know, slowly, mm-hmm. but it, it started to grow. And, you know, when you started seeing people out from outside your area, right? you know what I mean? It's people in Nebraska saying, hey, man, this shit is funny. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. You know, and, and as YouTube began to take off, we just started doing more stuff and, you know, throwing it on the web and, you know, fast forward, uh... Fast forward a few years, you know, like I said, my buddy Jason was working with Aaron Magruder on the on. He had, that his path led him to Aaron Magruder. Right. And they were working together on season two, you know, Jason was doing some writing and some, some things of that nature on season two of the Boondocks. And at that time Aaron had a book called All the Rage that he was that he was releasing and he wanted to do a internet promo for the book. And and in this promo, Aaron just had a bunch of guys just pretty much shit on the book. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. don't buy the book, nigga. Oh, That's some right. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. and I was one of the guys in the book. And, you know, I just, I I, I guess Aaron kind of took a liking to my comedic style and what I'm thankful for. Right. You know, and at the t- at that time, I didn't know it, but he had the idea for Black Jesus 
already. You know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, Black Jesus was created by a guy named Robert Wise, one of the executive producers of uh, of the show. And he and Aaron got together and, 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 and fleshed it out and, and had an idea for this show. However, they didn't have a person. Right. And I just, you know, again, my God made my path go to Aaron Magruder and, okay. then, and there it is there and once I met Aaron he's you know we we got cool and he, he called me a little bit you know a few months later after we started doing those things he said hey man how would you feel about playing Jesus you know mm-hmm. just just no script or nothing mm-hmm. man yeah. just here here's a wig right. here's the costume bro here's the setting you're on the couch with your homeboys what is Jesus saying mm. So that's how Black Jesus was started originally. The okay. first, the, his first inception was on YouTube. It was just in, it was just improvised. It was just improvised. It was part of a it was part of a, a sketch comedy show that Aaron put together called the Super Rumble Mix Show. Mm-hmm. And Black Jesus was one of the sketches along with another sketch called Ask John with a Spoon and mm-hmm. Tube Steak, mm-hmm. you know, and among a whole bunch of other funny skits. But mm-hmm. Black Jesus was one of the ones that stuck out. So mm-hmm. Aaron decided to take the ball and. Running towards salvation. And what year was that? This was 2008. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because we'd heard that Black Jesus had been around for years before the actual series, you know, in skits and shorts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know exactly how long, but that's that's a minute. Yeah, that's a minute, that's a minute, man. Minute. Yeah, we did that, like, you know, and I'm, I thank Aaron, man, for, 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 for keeping that up. Because for me, again, I'm... My life isn't quite what people might think as far as the whole Hollywood thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a star. You know, again, I'm, I'm assimilating into life and I'm, I'm I'm meeting more people and doing more things. Uh, but, you know, I say that to say I'm, I feel like I'm far removed because I'm over here all the time. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and, and the, 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 the gears are grinding over there, but I never see it. And Aaron will tell me, just hold on, just hold on, bro. The shit going to crack. The shit going to crack. Mm-hmm. And I think... Thank him for keeping that up, man, and, and the shit crack. Right. Wow. That's that's yeah, great, man. man. Yeah. So, yeah, because I, I, I've been doing this thing for, like, uh, <laughs> uh, since 89. I, I've, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've been acting. It's like none of all these filmmakers, I know all these student filmmakers that I knew all the years, their careers ain't done shit. Yeah. They ain't done shit for me. Right. It's not, not a, it's not in a, not in a negative way. It's just, you know, the way the business goes. Yeah, man. You know, it's like you, you know, you, you get contacts with people, and then you know, but it just doesn't work out. It's so that's, it's so difficult. I mean, even you know, Aaron Magruder has a name, and I think I, I saw an interview with you when you said it was like six years yeah. in de- developing Black Jesus before it actually uh, mm-hmm. they actually came to fruition. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, that's 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 just that's just a great story. Yeah, man, you just got you just got to stay down, and it's, it's I, I like to call it my second time around, man, and I'm so blessed to have because again you know with my focus being on rap and hip-hop for mm-hmm. so long you know i i, I it, the, the shit didn't pan out for me how i wanted it to when i wanted it to right, right. i'm not gonna say it didn't it mm-hmm. just didn't how and when because yeah. it still can is what yeah. i'm saying yeah but after that that situation you know i had an album that you know, again, I got a poster on my wall right now. I look at Slink Capone in stores, October 26, 99. I'm like, damn, that album will be 15 years old yeah, this year. Yeah, but yeah. Wow. it never came out. Yeah. It right. never came out. Jai pulled us from distribution before, right before my record came out. And again, that fucked me up for a long time, y'all. I had this, I, I, I licked my wounds. I was mad, man. Yeah. How, how, how does that happen? How, how, how do they, how they just, you know, they, they put all the money into to make an album. And then they just and then they say no. Nah. Man, they do what they want, man. It should be tax write offs, man. They don't care, man. You know, what's well, a lot of money for you mm-hmm. or for me? You know, motherfucker, come dangle a quarter million dollars in your face, you be like, hey, you know, you yeah, go, it's you know what I'm saying? To them. It's pocket change yeah. to them. So you know, and that's just what it is. It's still a tax write off. Yeah. yeah hmm. But you know, again, I had fun. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people doing that. It's an experience I wouldn't trade for the world. And. uh Man, this shit was this is great shit, man. You know, right. you got to got to learn the best way you can, and it's all part of the process. You know, but here, yeah, I, uh, we talked about this briefly off the air, but uh, I, I'm kind of curious. Are, are you a religious person? 
I'm a spiritual person. Okay. Okay. Now, um, have has there ever had have you had to deal with any uh criticism from from uh, people who don't quite get the satire of uh black Jesus? Yes, yes I have. It's yeah. um it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People you know, um people have their criticisms but for the most part they're always gonna be respectful and mm-hmm. articulated, you mm-hmm. know. And again, my biggest thing is people, we all got to agree to disagree. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You ain't got to like it. I, I want you to. Mm-hmm. I want you to. Yeah. I really want you to like it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I understand if you don't, you know what I'm saying, it's not for everybody. But yeah. for the people that it's for, I thank you, man. Right. Like, real. Yeah, ca- I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, it's just <laughs> kind of funny because, you know, the, the real Jesus, you know, one of his sayings was if people don't want to hear what you have to hear. Just shake the, shake the dust off your feet and move on, you know. Mm-hmm, exactly. And uh, you know, I, I I wish I wish like in life, I, I wish more people like had that attitude. It's like if somebody doesn't doesn't agree with me, let you know. Okay, fine. We can we can just we can move on. It doesn't doesn't that have to be. be it's, it's too much like right, man. You yeah. know, it's just like I guess unfortunately that man, it makes life exciting. Mm-hmm. You yeah, never yeah, thought about true. You that's ever, true. <laughs> you ever thought about a utopia, a real <laughs> utopia? Everything It'd be is boring. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. Come on, man. So, you know. Before we forget, Slink, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and plug. Plug the show. I know uh, you just wrapped for the season, but I, I think it's, 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 it's going to run, right? Yeah, still. But, they got the reruns popping. Right, right. So for, go ahead and give them. Okay, for all the folks that ain't seen it, Dino Red, if you ain't seen it the first time around, please, <laughs> right. please, please, please watch Black Jesus Thursday nights on Adult Swim. I'm not sure if it's 11 or 11.30 now. You know, but the the season the series the season finale just ran uh, a couple weeks ago, right. and they're rerunning they're, they're they're running it over again. So please watch Black Jesus Thursday nights, late night on the, on Adult Swim. Right. Man, it's an amazing show. Yeah, it is. It's a good show. Uh, if you got a good sense of humor and you're not um, uptight about religion, then you know you'll probably enjoy. It. I do. I I'm I suggest not, people uh, who are uptight to, 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 to look at it to look at it and, and and just just clear your mind for a minute and look at it. What's the way? Is it objectively? That's yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at it objectively, objectively, man. Just yeah. just look at it, and you know what I'm saying, and then take the good from it. You know what I mean? Right. Because uh, you know, let he who without sin cast the first stone. Right. Well, you know, got man, you ain't got no sin. I you know I ain't seen no TVs broke. Have you uh have you guys had to deal with anybody taking it like even further like maybe talking about boycotting or writing letters or anything like that or like maybe even picking it outside the studio or anything like that? Yes sir, I see it on the internet. I've seen a couple of petitions mm-hmm. and a couple of different boycotts, but again, you know, to each his own, man. Everybody has a crusade, man, and 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 unfortunately, they're not always going to going to agree or work with each other and Man, I just wish they watch it. Right. I just wish they watch it, man. And, and to the people that watch it, man, it's, it's about them. It's about it's about y'all. To the to the viewers, to the fans, the people who are who are watching Black Jesus uh, faithfully, who, who enjoy the show, who find true satisfaction out of it, man. Slink Johnson and the cast of Black Jesus say thank you so much. Well, one of the things I really like about Black Jesus is that it you get a feel for what. You know, because in, in the Bible, Jesus hung out with people who were uh, uh, probably from a, a, a from questionable character, a questionable character. Uh, and, uh, you know, he he, uh, you know, basically blessed, blessed the poor, blessed the meek. And I, I like the idea of taking uh, taking Jesus and putting him into a modern society. And, you know, it, it's like, you know, he looks crazy to yeah. to people. And you you kind of get a uh, you kind of get a, a feel for what Jesus actually probably had to go through. Exactly, he and, looked crazy, uh, quote unquote, crazy mm-hmm. to the people of his day, right? Because that's the same thing they said. They said, you, you know, you 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 hanging out with drunks, mm-hmm. you hanging out with, with prostitutes, mm-hmm. man. You ain't shit, man. You fucking yeah. around with these dope heads, yeah. man. You lying, you a drunk. Mm-hmm. You ain't the son of God. Come on, man. Just think about it, man. If, if if the son of God, if the dude came walking down uh, Crenshaw right now and told you, uh, Damon, Dino, 
What's up, man? I'm Jesus, man. God is my father, man. Fuck with me, man. I'm finna take you to the top, dog. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we'd say we ain't got no spare change in hand. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then you say, okay. And then he, walk, he walks off, and then all of a sudden the skies turn red. What you gonna say then? Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, uh, Jesus. I mean, and again, and that's not to go into the Bible or nothing. That's yeah, just yeah. to say... You don't know. Yeah, that's you true. Don't, that, you don't know, bro. That's true. That's true. Because the he is who he he is who he is. God, the Alpha and Omega, man, mm. coming down and looking like a bum ain't nothing to him. Right. Coming right. down and looking at looking any type of way is nothing to him. It's it's nothing for him to do. Mm. So you got to fathom and and be able to understand the power of God. Yeah. You yeah. know the message is gonna come from everywhere. The message might come from from the dog. <laughs> the message come from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If you really believe. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. Well, what I like about Black Jesus, you got some. Got some fine sisters on there. Well, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that Puerto Rican uh, cop, Valenz- chick, she's, Val- she's fine. Valencia, her name is Valencia Algarin. Valencia, yeah, she's she's fine. She needs attitude adjustment, but she's fine. Look here, and man. Then- <laughs> Look here, man. We got a hey, we black Jesus between Valencia, Angela, and Callie. I think we got the finest women on TV, man. What's the name of your um the the, the one in your crew? Her name is Callie Hawk. Okay, she now she's cute too. Now she's not my typical type because she's kind of tall and I like them kind of short and thick. Yeah, but she's she's still cute How, and she look young though. She yeah, looks super young. Yeah, Callie's young. Well, I don't know, man. Callie, yeah, she I don't might know. be. Callie's young, man. Callie's. Hey, Callie. Unless you want some candy. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Callie. That's my homegirl, man. She's young ass. What's happening, you young ass pimp? She is. And you can't can't forget Angela, though. Angela's a fine motherfucker. That's a woman, man. Angela Gibbs, man, is a very beautiful. Attractive uh, lady, man. That's uh, Marla Gibbs' daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and, and let me give you uh, some some game about uh, Angela. Well, when she when she came and read for the part of Black Jesus, when she came and read for the part of Miss Tootie, rather. Right, right. Man, look, I was flabbergasted. I was, hey, look, I knew that she was the one. Yeah. That's that's one. I will say that I knew that she was. I didn't want to see nobody else after I saw him. So you you were in in on the auditions. Yes, I sat in. I read oh, with everybody. Yeah, wow. that's another thing. You're a producer, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Wow. All right, executive producer, right? Co-producer. Co-producer. Okay. Yeah. Now that that must be something to uh, your first series, like which is already big. It's big to get a series as an actor that's like huge, and then to like be executive producer. Or a co-executive producer on your own first series. That's like that's got to be like really huge, man. Dino, that 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 is that is a ultimate blessing and a major good luck, man. I'm serious, man. I'm this is this is all so surreal for me, man. I, I promise you, man. It's like it's like I'm. I'm shooting basketball at the park, and next thing you know, I'm at the Staples Center, man. Right, you know, the Lakers, right. Yeah, man, and, it, and it's just amazing, man. And I'm just taking it all day by day and enjoying it all, man. It's because honestly, man, I'm no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be just layman and just straight as possible. I don't know no introspective ass, thoughtful ass <laughs> ways to tell you no shit. Oh, I've been writing and I sit down and I reflect. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I'm just a dude that likes to create and like to have fun and put my hands on it, man. And, right. and, I, and I'm and I'm not a dummy. I can, yeah. you know, I can I can pick stuff up pretty quick once I get a get a hold of it, man. And mm-hmm. again, I'm learning a lot, man. Thanks to Aaron, Robert, Megan, you know, Mike Clattenburg. You know, Norm Elijah, all the people, the, the people over there, LEG, man, I'm learning a lot about the other side of the game. And I really feel like I'm being put in a prime position to take over the world, like in a real way, man, because right. I got a great team. I'm learning a lot, bro. Like you said, to not only to, to, to get paid from in front of the camera, but to get paid from behind right. it, too. And I'm learning from some great people, man, some great people. This is amazing, man. That's cool. That's real cool. Dino Brett! <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I, I kind of feel like I got Tourette's, man. Dino Red, this motherfucker, Big Diamond, nigga. That's that right. I don't need my hearing no more. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> this motherfucker. I said it, you know. Shit, man. That's all right. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate you coming through. Dino Red. <laughs> Thanks for your Diamond. Time. Damn We got some good he, drops from this motherfucker. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, man. 
this motherfucker. I just want to, you know what? I thank man. Thank y'all for having me out here, man. Like for real, yeah, bro. This is like you know, and any one of you, man. Anytime, anytime you want to promote anything or push anything, hey, you're free. You're more than welcome to come back on and or you know or just slide it to me, and I'll you know however you want to handle it. You know, if you want to come on and do it yourself, or you just want us to. To spread the word for whatever it is, new projects, whatever. Let me let me spread this real quick. Go ahead. All you celebrities, entertainers, actors, musicians, athletes, if you fake on coming down to the shiz net, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. How's that for a drop? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll do it. All right. And uh, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Fix my grill cause I got money now I ain't gonna sit around in front like I ain't thought about it A perfect smile is more appealing but it's funny how My shit is crooked, look at how far I done got without it I keep my twisted grill just to show the kids it's real We ain't picture perfect but we worth the picture still I got smart, I got rich and I got pictures still And they all look like my eyebrows, thick as hell Love yourself girl or nobody will Know you a woman, I don't know how you deal With all the pressure to look impressive and go out in heels I feel for you, killing yourself to find a man that'll kill for you You wake up, put makeup on, stare in the mirror But it's clear that you can't face what's wrong No need to fix what God already put his paintbrush on Your roommate yelling, why you gotta take so long What it's like to have a crooked smack Them cause you're insecure And when I tell you that you're beautiful You can't be sure Cause he don't seem to want you back And it's got you asking So all you see is what you lack And not what you packing Take it from a man that loves what you got And hey baby girl you a star Don't let him tell you you're not Now is it real? Eyebrows, fingernails, hair Is it real? If it's not girl you don't care Cause what's real Is something that the eyes can't see That the hands can't touch That them bras can't be And that's you Never let them see your friend. And if you need a friend to pick you up, I'll be around. And we can ride with the windows down, the music loud. I can tell you ain't laughed in a rap. But I wanna see that quick smile. on the screen you know the movie stars picture perfect beauty queens but we got dreams and we got the right to chase them look at the nation that's a crooked smile braces couldn't even straighten seem like half the race is either on probation or in jail wonder why we inhale cause we inhale already i ask if my skin pale would i then sell like eminem or Dell? well one more time for the veil and fuck all of that beef shit nigga let's make a meal hey officer man we don't want nobody getting killed just open up that cell let my brother out of jail i got money for the bill now and well now if you're asking will i tell now hey hell nah i ain't snitching cuz Man, they get them niggas stitches now. If you was around, then you wouldn't need a witness now. How you like this crooked smack? I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down. I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down. That crooked smack. one that was trying to keep me way down. But like the sun, no, you know I'm coming way down.
ride, and we're back. And uh, Slink, uh, he wanted me to give you guys his social media. Everything is at Slink Johnson. His Twitter, his Instagram, all that at Slink Johnson. So he forgot to uh, shout that out. But uh, that was a good dude. Yeah, he was, man. He was uh, <laughs> actually he he, uh, he uh, was quite laid back until he uh, shocked us uh, by uh, shouting out our names. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> didn't I didn't hear that coming? Right. Yeah, man. I you know I I like that attitude, man. Yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of uh, you know a lot of actors, man. That that you know you get. You get two kinds. You got the the ones who get full of themselves when they get like just a a little bit of notoriety, right? Uh, and then you got the ones that are like, you know, hey, come on in. Uh, <laughs> you know, probably are too nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, too uh, uh, too welcoming. But um, yeah, that was good, man. That's, uh, you know, I like the fact that the the guy was willing to tell us his story, and uh, and it's nice to hear somebody uh, somebody who. Uh, who uh, is grateful and appreciative of what he's uh, uh, gotten so far? Exactly, exactly. Speaking of celebrities who got some, got something so far. <laughs> News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Your girl Halle Berry is in the news. Oh, uh, no, no, no. What's, what's what's going on with Halle? Halle is upset because her baby daddy. Uh huh. Is living off of her child support. A trifling ass nigga. <laughs> he is not working. He's just living the life of Riley, or should I say the the life of Barry? <laughs> and uh, she wants that shit slashed. That's right. Give me, give me half. Give me half of whatever he's getting. And all the men are like, "Cry me a fucking river." <laughs> so. uh but yeah, she wants it slashed all the way to three thousand dollars, though, from sixteen thousand. Now, uh, now this is—is is this alimony or is this child support? No, this is child support. They weren't so, married. Oh, okay. This is baby daddy. Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, sixteen thousand—it is a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a lot. Ooh. That just goes to show you that the system needs to be. Re- retooled because oh, yeah. no child needs sixteen thousand dollars, you know, well, to, to to survive. It was like Chris Rock was talking about, uh, uh, you know, when whenever like uh, got kids getting sixteen thousand uh, dollars for food. What's a kid eating? Right, gold nuggets, <laughs> chicken gold nuggets, <laughs> laying golden eggs. Yeah. But for her to get three thousand, that was that. Let's say what thirty five percent. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. She might get it slashed, but I don't think she's gonna get it slashed down to three thousand. You know. Yeah, I guess you know. I, I had a. I remember I had a, a discussion with uh, some ladies about uh, uh, the fact that uh, people use women use their child support to uh, for uh, various things other than supporting their children. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're like, I don't care what that money. That money's supposed to go to me. <laughs> right. I don't care what. I don't. I do with it what I want to do. And that's that's the way it is. Blah blah blah. Da da da. D d d. And you can take that to the bank, or or take it out of the bank and give it to me. I think somebody said something like they could wrap. They don't care if they wipe their ass with it, and <laughs> yeah. throw it out the window or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ask some, ask some, ask some Charmin. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to squeeze that Charmin. <laughs> okay, uh, man. But uh, yeah, you know that's, that's the, the whole thing is like, it, yeah. I mean, the system is set up so that yeah, the, the, it's supposed to be for the benefit of the kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, judges know. I mean, it's, it's not going to the kids. I mean, right. The kids only need so much. You know, unless you send them to some you know, swanky private school or whatever, and uh, you know, even then, man, I, I, that whole people should you know live it a, a life um, that they've grown accustomed to living. Right. It's like who the fuck who the fuck lives a life they've grown accustomed to living if circumstances change? Exactly. I mean, marriage is the only marriage is the only uh, uh, institution where people say, well, you know, you got divorced, you're no longer married, so you should be able to live just like you were married. Right. I would like to do that to like an employer that, that fires me. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, I was 
used to, I was accustomed to paying my mortgage and shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and feeding my daughter and all that kind of good stuff. So since you fired me, I think, you know, it's only right that you, you know, uh, go ahead and, and uh, support the lifestyle that my family is going accustomed to. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> See how that shit works. Yeah. And, you know, I I understand, of course, if you, you know, the you know that that child is that parent's responsibility, but you know let's let's be reasonable. Let's you know. Yeah, there's I don't know, man. It feels like there's a lot of things in our society that are kind of they're basically scams that that yeah. we just we just kind of roll with them. Yeah, you know there yeah. might be one small segment of the population that kind of rails against it. Yeah, but the rest of us, the ones who aren't maybe directly affected, and some of us who are directly affected, we just kind of you know just go for the okie doke. Yeah, I, I guess how I feel about tipping. Mm-hmm. I think tipping not 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 in the sense that oh, okay you know um, this person did a good job you know they deserve twenty percent. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. My problem with tipping is the fact that. These restaurant tours mm-hmm. are the fucking evil geniuses. Mm-hmm. Like they just decided, like, you know what? We're not gonna pay you a real salary. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you a measly couple bucks an hour, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to rely on the customers mm-hmm. to support you. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? How, what if I went and just bought a Home Depot mm-hmm. and everybody who worked at Home Depot? I said, you know what? I'm not gonna give you a salary. I'm going to give you like a couple bucks an hour just to help you out a little bit. But your real money is going to have to come from tips from the, the, the customers. Yeah. As you carry out their bags or you, 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 you know, ring them up at the registers or as you help them on the shelves or whatnot. That's where you're really going to have to. And just tell everybody as they come in, well, you know, you got to tip your, uh, your Home Depot servers because they don't, they don't make anything. They rely on you. For their for their income, what the fuck? Are you serious? We wouldn't go for it. It'd be like a revolt. But with the restaurant industry, for whatever reason, we said, "Oh yeah, that's poor poor waiters and waitresses. We they they don't get paid anything. Why the fuck not? Everybody else does. That's not our fault. Talk to the the owner of the restaurant. Yeah. You know, I mean, why is it our responsibility to support them? No, our tip is supposed to be gravy." You know, it's not supposed to be their livelihood. We're mm-hmm. not supposed to be paying them a living wage. Mm-hmm. That is their employer's responsibility. That is the biggest fucking scam ever. I feel the same way when uh, when I get a lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I go into a restaurant and I ask for a lap dance. I pay... <laughs> Lap dance at a restaurant. You're damn right. What kind of restaurant? You... Oh, Hooters. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. I, I want. I want. Uh, I want my uh, my surf and turf. Oh man, my surf and turf. I go to a place where they where they serve milkshakes. Milk milkshakes. Bring me to the yard. Damn right. <laughs> Better than yours. <laughs> man. So, did you hear about? Uh, our boy from the wire, Michael B. Jordan. I'm 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 happy that he's doing well. He's no, a good, what, he's a good what, actor. What happened? Um, he's got a biopic coming out. He's got a biopic. He's got a biopic. It's about him. No, it's not oh, about oh, him. Oh, okay. He's he, he's, he's playing the character oh, okay. in the biopic. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, he plays Apollo Creed's grandson. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Apollo okay. Creed, the the the. Uh, uh, the uh, the the guy from Rocky, yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. oh, you're you're talking about the the, <laughs> the act the actor who who played Apollo Creed? No way, huh? No, I'm talking about Michael B. Jordan. Right, is going to be playing Apollo Creed's grandson. Yeah. Right, right, but the yeah. the the actor who played Apollo Creed, um, Carl Withers. Carl Withers, yeah. No, not him. He had nothing to do with it. Okay, I'm I'm confused. Yeah, it was a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's a fictitious character, and he can't. Yeah. He, he's, okay. All right. He all right. That real to some people, but you know. Yeah. So that that, that went over well. That went over my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, apparently Sylvester Stallone has uh, given it his blessings, and mm-hmm. I think he might even do a cameo in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Latone and I were talking. It'd be really cool if uh, 
if if Rocky like trains him, mm-hmm. kind of like Apollo did him, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. But yeah, so um, I don't know who who's doing the film or when mm-hmm. it's coming out or anything, mm-hmm. but it sounds like it's greenlit and everything. So oh, okay, and uh, like I said, Sylvester Stallone's on board with it, so it sounds mm-hmm. like it's gonna happen. Oh, all so right, that's pretty cool. All right. I wonder who's uh, I wonder whose story Sylvester Stallone's going to steal for this. Uh... <laughs> well, no, he's not behind it. Oh, he's I not. Oh, he's just he's just he's involved. just on board. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not behind it. He's yeah. like, hey, hey, you know, you want to make a movie about Apollo? Uh, Which Greek, I thought or... is pretty cool. You know that he would be on board with it. Yeah. Considering this is an offshoot of something that yeah, you know he 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 stole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, Apollo Creed was supposed to be like Muhammad Ali. So. Uh... Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I guess uh, I guess I guess uh, Michael B. Jordan's going to be playing Muhammad Ali's grandson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, as you hear, uh, Ali is like is like his his uh, his ability to speak is uh, st- starting to go away. Uh, he's uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, he. I mean, he's with the Parkinson's. He's always had trouble. Yeah. Well, it's but not that- a matter of it's a matter of you just <laughs> oh in the club. I mean. um as, as and uh, you know you know so uh that was a young muhammad ali <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, yeah it, it sounds like uh yeah that the parkinson's is getting worse and wow. he's uh losing his ability to to speak at all that's too bad how old is he now these days oh god he's uh he's probably i think he's in his early 70s Okay, last last pictures I've seen of him or whatever, he wasn't looking too good at all. Because yeah. for a long time, even with the Parkinson's, he still looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, 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 you know, he was having trouble, obviously, with the shakes and with the speech and mm-hmm. all that. But he still looked really good for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. But well, uh, yeah. nowadays, he's not. Uh, even, even when I'm sick, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I'm slowly <laughs> wasting away, but I'm still pretty. I'm going to make a good-looking corpse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh how Layla let that get away i'm i'm pretty yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> as fine as she is yeah yeah, yeah. she seemed to should have took that and ran with it but yeah. i guess it would have been a little bit too i don't know coming from a woman though i guess she wants to appeal to as many women as possible yeah. and she doesn't she, she doesn't, probably wouldn't uh yeah she doesn't really have her father's personality I nah think she doesn't she i think doesn't. that has mm-hmm. a i think that has a lot to do yeah with it, it does yeah she doesn't but uh yeah, she was the one. She was the daughter of the model, I think. Um, I think I think Ali's uh, is like his prettiest wife. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, uh, Layla's uh, Layla's mother. mother. Okay. Yeah, that would uh, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just reading this thing about a, a a dead body found in a haunted house. Hmm. Yeah, it was a dead body. It was over in Il- Illinois, Waukegan, Illinois. At uh, they have this um this uh haunted house uh this this couple they uh every year they fix their house up for halloween and it's gotten so popular that they you know charge people and they keep track of tickets like roseanne yeah (laughs) (laughs) on on her show her and her husband they they used to do that huh i wonder if they got the idea from these people i don't know but uh oh no because they only been doing it for eight years okay um Maybe she got it from maybe she got it from roseanne Roseanne, yeah and roseanne wants her money (laughs) And uh yeah so uh this this uh so they they noticed that the uh, the receipts didn't match up with the customers but they just kind of ignored it and then like 2 weeks later some 6 year old came across this really foul odor odor and then his mother came around and she bumped into the corpse and screamed like a horror movie cliche <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And her kids uh, vomited like they were Ebola victims. Mm. And uh, wow. Yeah, it was uh it was uh ooh, it was something else. And uh yeah, for 2 weeks, man, nobody noticed. Uh wow. 71-year-old man, uh he, he climbed some stairs and uh he just they they said he, you know, just died. They they don't know you know if he had a heart attack or what. Yeah, I wonder if he if the haunted house was really good and it just you know he went in there and something jumped out ah, and then he just like ah and he, he died and became part of the haunted house. Yeah, yeah, the, you know, yeah, he got scared to death. Yeah, he yeah. got scared to death and then just you know, I, you know, became I, a part of the attraction. I I uh, I would have left the the haunted house open. <laughs> just, yeah. 
So we exactly. got we have real mummies. Yeah, we got real corpses in our haunted house. <laughs> real corpses. Don't be fucking with that. The 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 the, the mannequins like uh, that other haunted house yeah. on the other side of town. We this, got the real deal right here. This ain't no thriller video. No sir. This, this is the this is the the house of the real dead. Yeah, <laughs> the house of the sleeping dead. <laughs> Speaking of dead, mm-hmm. um. Elizabeth Pena. Oh, dude. Five years old yeah. passed away. Yeah. Man. That, I liked her. Oh, yeah. I did, too, man. She she was... Uh, she was hot. She was... Back a, in the day. She was adorable. <laughs> she, she, I, I remember her from uh, uh, I Married Dora. Right, it right. was with her, uh, Daniel Hugh Kelly, mm-hmm. and uh, a young Juliette Lewis. Uh, oh, okay. Got her start on uh, I Married Dora. I don't know if that was her very first role, uh-huh. but yeah, she was definitely on there. She played uh, the premise of the show was when a uh, green card marriage type right, thing. Right, yeah, right. she she worked for this architect guy mm-hmm. who was this, a bachelor. Um, I think his wife was with. I think he might have been a widower. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. but anyway, he had a couple of kids, of uh, which uh, Juliette Lewis was one. Mm-hmm. And she was, I think, from El Salvador or someplace in South America. Mm-hmm. They was, she was going to get deported. Mm-hmm. And so they got married mm-hmm. uh, to keep her in the country. And, and then it, hilarity ensued. Well, you know, it was going to lead toward uh, them eventually falling, falling in, in love, love and right. legitimizing the, the, the marriage and whatnot. But it didn't last but the, like a few episodes. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> like, like most Hollywood marriages, it was, <laughs> it was, it was yeah, short-lived. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I I remember her from uh, La Bamba. Yeah, La Bamba. She, she yep, played. Uh, yep, yep. Was it was it Ricky Val? She played Eze uh, uh, Morales' uh, uh, wife or the baby baby mama. Yeah, uh, yeah. She she was. Yeah, Not she, my Reggie. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. Yeah. That movie, all that's the the one part I always remember. Like, what can it have been you? <laughs> and the look on his oh, face. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, wow, what kind what, of bitch? My, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know you're in pain, but he's your son too. Right, right. Yeah. Like, wow, why couldn't it have been you? Not my Reggie. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> I was like, Eli gave that look too, man. I was like, yeah. whoa, that really, that. Because <laughs> yeah. yep. I'm hurting now. It's like, he's like double hurting. He lost his brother and his mother said, I wish you were dead. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that was like, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Been... You know what? That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was way disrespectful. I bet, I bet Buddy Holly's mama didn't yell at his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Say, why couldn't it have been you? Yeah, man, that wow. was crazy. Wow. Yeah, man, that's you know it's weird, man. As as I age, man, it's it's it's. I remember celebrity deaths didn't really affect me that much, mm-hmm. but now that the celebrities dying are like close to Your my age. age. <laughs> <laughs> like, it started with Michael Jackson when Michael Jackson died. Really, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, Mike. I mean, he's you know not my age, but right. he's close enough. And you know, I grew up, grew up uh, listening to him, right? And uh, you know, it, it's like, and it just—it's like more and more celebrities as they die. It's like, damn, it's like fifty-five is young, <laughs> right? Did you hear why she read? Well, I mean, why she died? No, I, I did not. I didn't hear either. Yeah, I, I, mean, I read the article and it didn't mention yeah, anything. Yeah, they said it was—it was—it was they 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 didn't mention it. They left it out. Um, uh, it was one of those we'll probably find out later. An yeah. undisclosed illness. I think that's what they said. Oh wow! But uh, yeah. yeah, man, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's some scary stuff, man. And, and uh, uh, I, I knew some people who knew her. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And they, they said that uh, you know she was uh, she was real nice to work with, and uh, uh, deeply saddened by that. Very oh, yeah, much oh yeah, so. oh yeah. Did, did, uh, did you know? Did you know Jan Hooks? Jan Hooks, that's the um, um, the uh, middle daughter on the Brady Bunch, right? <laughs> no, uh, this is uh, she was on Saturday Night Live. She was, uh, oh okay, yeah. She she did a lot of sketches with Phil Hartman uh, mm. back in the day. Okay, and she she also died uh, recently. She was only fifty seven. Mm, okay, yeah, God, hmm. but uh, yeah, she was a she was a good comic actress. But um, yeah, man, so. Kesara, Sara. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, 
you know, I guess Daniel was right. Those poor people in Denver, they're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so um, a couple of shouts out, uh, shout outs. You guys, uh, let's see, I just was on uh, Back to Reality. That episode is out if you want to check it out. Back to Reality podcast. It's a, uh, it's a good show, not just because I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this sat- this Friday coming up, uh, an episode I did with uh, Lamont Stewart on LS Rules, uh, Five Song Friday. So I'm on there uh, where I pick my five songs and then we kind of chop it up and talk about Oh, that sounds cool. Those five songs. Yeah, it, yeah. it was real fun. Uh, yeah. I actually did that interview this morning, and uh-huh. uh, it was it was cool. It was actually, I feel like, the probably the best interview where somebody interviewed me that right, yeah, right. I ever had. So um, that was great. Go ahead and check that out if you want to um, get on to another cool show and uh, find out some more about your boy Dino Red. And uh, let me see. Oh, I, I think it's amazing that you can narrow down like, you know, five songs to uh, <laughs> to talk about, man. Yeah, that was the hardest part. Yeah, and then I finally decided I was going to go with. I needed to go with some kind of theme in uh-huh. order to do it. Right. And so basically, I just picked five songs that I felt represented some sort of milestone or turning point in my life. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, that's a that's a good theme. Funny thing is, the the last song I picked was uh, a Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> Was it? Isn't she? Isn't she lovely? It was. <laughs> well, what was that one about? <laughs> no hints. <laughs> I love my daddy. <laughs> okay, here it is. It's called PWN presents Freaky Fright Night at Vesto Hollywood, Friday, October thirty first. Unleash the freak in you. Ooh, <laughs> we dare you to resist. <laughs> Special performances by Zora Judd and Nicole the Pole. Wow! So uh, this is this is uh, has to do with like the you know the pole pole dancing. Yeah, the pole dancing like as the sport, not uh-huh. as the uh, right, 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 right. Which is weird because they put the freaky part in there. Yeah, well, it's still still got to draw, uh, still got to draw customers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Even the com- competitive, uh, the competitiveness is still. You know, these are women's in great shape, so it's still fun to watch. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can go to uh, the Shiznit Show webpage to check out the flyer if you're interested. Uh, you can go uh, click on the link and buy tickets online. Uh, for more info, you can go to www.polworldnews.com. You can follow them um, on Twitter at Pole World News, and you can contact them for more info at info at com. okay and with that that is another episode of the she's knit and for damon stanford and charlie bell i'm dino red holla at your boy from all of our crew to listeners like you thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the shiznit and don't forget to tell your friends about the show check out our website theshiznitshow.com or hit us up on facebook under the shiznit follow us on twitter at the shiznit show write to us at the shiznit show at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878 This has been The Shiznit.